Hey, everybody, welcome back into another edition of Bold Predictions here at Inside Nebraska. He's Steve Marek, he's Greg Smith, and I'm Zach Carpenter. And uh, today we're previewing Louisiana Tech at Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska is a 19.5 point favorite, 46.5 over under as we record here at noon, around 12.30, Wednesday, September 20th. So uh, coming, off a, coming off a big win, Nebraska is 35-11 in Northern Illinois. Uh, Steve, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling about this going into going into Saturday? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about the Huskers picking up another uh, win over a group of five opponent. Um, you know, Sonny Cumbie coming in. He's the air raid disciple from Mike Leach. He's kind of put his, his own twist onto um, his his version of the air raid. He uses tight ends a lot more than the late Mike Leach ever did, and uh, he runs the ball a heck of a lot more. But still the passing concepts that you see all the time with air raid um people it's it's there um so you know he's a former texas tech quarterback um he knows all about nebraska uh so um you know looking at them and their quarterback issues kind of coming in with hank bachmeyer's right shoulder injury don't really know his status for the game so um all eyes kind of shift to the backup that played last week at north texas when bachmeyer went down jack turner um, don't know a lot about him. I'm curious to see what he would bring if he's out there. Um, but overall, I think that uh, Husker fans should be feeling pretty good about the, this one. I think Louisiana Tech can be dangerous, um, aka Smoke Harris, the five foot seven hundred eighty five pounder who is a little jitterbug out there, but he can do some really good things. Um, but outside of him, I just don't know if there's a lot of firepower for that Louisiana Tech offense. And I think Nebraska's defense is gonna get a really good um, performance again for the. Um, you know, again, I mean, they've been really good all year. So I think it's going to be another uh, solid Nebraska win. I think Husker fans should be um, happy to go to this one and enjoy it. Yeah, there's definitely excitement building again for the, for the team, which is good. They needed that, um, especially after what felt like like the worst first two weeks of the season ever, where like the sky was falling and like big picture, like um, think pieces about Matt Rule's future and all of this stuff. People, you know, calling for coaches' jobs, particularly Marcus Satterfield. Like things have kind of calmed down around here, which is good because we're again just three games now into the Matt Rule era, so it's good to see that calming down. But I also think that a large part of that calming down has been, you know, what a little bit of what Steve mentioned about the defense. Um, it feels like it has been defense week around here. I think that Matt Rule is 100% correct in saying this is right now a defensive-led team. He challenged those defensive guys, you know, prior to last game, the Northern Illinois game, to kind of pick up the mantle and lead the team, and they seem to be more than willing to do it. It's a, it's a totally different feel, and I had not thought about this before, about how foreign that kind of feels, given the previous coach, the previous, well, three coaching regimes right tech well kind of with with scott frost and him being kind of an off him being an offensive guy and wanting the program to be led that way mike riley was an offensive guy and wanted things to be led that way now bo Pelini was not then before that bill callahan offensive guy so it's a it's kind of a weird thing for nebraska to go through this change of getting more big 10-esque um and being led by defense than you know talking so much about the offense though i know people want the offense to be better yeah, I don't know if you guys are anything like me, but I feel like I'm, uh, I'm becoming more. I'm, I'm adopting more of the mindset of a of a Nebraska fan with each with each passing week. Because after Minnesota, it's just like, oh my god, that was like that was miserable. There's no way. Like now they go to Colorado. Colorado looked awesome, and then by Wednesday when we're recording, I have convinced myself that 
they're a, they have enough to pull off the upset and um, talk myself into optimism for Nebraska by midweek and they lose against Colorado. I'm again, pessimism, pessimism. And then Wednesday comes along. It's like, you know what? I've now talked myself into uh, everything's okay. The ship is righted. The, the, this is why Nebraska is going to win. And then they're coming off a win. And I'm not kidding. It was Monday. I'm walking my dog and randomly popped in my head. I'm like, all right, you know what? Two and two and one or one and two. They can beat Louisiana Tech two and two. Michigan comes to town. Like, I mean, I could see them pulling the upset if the game goes right, if they can pull off the script. And I stopped myself. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. Like <laughs> seeing seeing everything being like uh being ingrained in it, it's like, wow, this that I mean, this is how it is around here where you a loss is the end of the world and then midweek you're talking yourself into it a win means everything and you're already looking ahead to well this is what could happen like this is the best picture scenario and that's what I've talked myself into again now so coming off a win I'm feeling good about about Nebraska as uh, like you said Steve Sonny Cumbie coming in here and familiar Name to a lot of Nebraska fans. He came in here in 2004 and uh, put up 70 points, 70 to 10, which is still the largest margin of defeat in Nebraska history. Uh, 60 points, put up over 400 yards, five touchdowns. And um, he, like you said, Mike Leach disciple, he has the air raid going at Louisiana Tech, but we'll see if that's hampered at all by um, the weather forecast, the conditions that might be there with thunderstorms in the, um, in the forecast right now for the morning, uh, potentially the afternoon. So 60% chance of rain. So might have that to deal with, but I think we've done bold predictions where we talk about the weather and then it winds up not being a factor at all. It doesn't so, even happen at all. Yeah. Where I'm letting the weather go. That doesn't even exist to me right now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I've, it's a footnote. It's like something to mention, but not anything that I'm basing my, basing my bold predictions around too much. Um, but with that being said, Steve, kick it off with, uh, with your bold prediction, we're just going to do one bold prediction, that final score um, to round it out. So you're you're up first. Okay, so my one bold prediction, and I'm going to get weirdly specific here. So Thomas Fedoni is going to catch a six yard touchdown pass, uh, and that'll be the third straight game where he's caught a touchdown. Um, and I think while like the offensive set that Fedoni is going to catch this six yard touchdown pass, I think Jeff Sims is going to throw it to him. And I think Heinrich Harburg is also going to be on the field. So when we talked to last talk to Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator, Steve's uh, cooking something up in that playbook. Yeah, sort of. Uh, I wish I knew what I was talking about though. So he, they were he here to asked, have fun. Yeah. Satterfield was asked if he's a fan of a two quarterback system or if he would even entertain that uh, long story short, he went back to the coach speak and he said, uh, you know, no, but you know, if you have, I'm, I'm usually a tradition, a traditionalist of, you know, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, but in his current situation of, you know, there's no Gabe Irvin, there's no Ramir Johnson, both out for the season with injuries sustained last week, the off the, the receiver room right now at Nebraska is just, it does not, I don't see anybody in there that really scares a defense. Um, but the guy that could scare defenses is Thomas Fedoni. So you want to get him um, a corner route and you're going to want to get Alex Bullock 
going to line up on the line of scrimmage as your X receiver. He's going to run a pick route and uh, Thomas Fedoni is going to run a corner route to the back pylon and he's going to get a step on his defender and Heinrich Harburg, like we saw at Minnesota, he's going to, he's going to be an offline tight end and he's going to be lined up to the, um, in my head, this is a play going to the right. So Heinrich Harburg <laughs> is going to be a offline tight end lined up in the in the backfield a little bit and he's going to act like he's going to do a split block on the end man of the line of scrimmage he's going to bluff it and he's going to go all the way out to the flat so it's going to be a high low read for jeff sims and jeff sims is going to fit it right over the top of the of the guy caught in conflict the corner caught in conflict and he's not going to throw an interception like he did um that on the high low read against minnesota he's going to throw a six yard touchdown pass to thomas fedoni with heinrich harburg and Jeff Sims on the field at the same time. So there's my oddly specific bold prediction for Nebraska. How's that sound guys? It It, it is gotta be the boldest one we've ever had only if, because you were so oddly specific. Um, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot who's that running back. Anthony oh, Grant. At first I wanted okay. to like, at first I wanted to be like, Hey, should like Heinrich Harburg be the, should Heinrich Harburg be the running back and the dive option on this play? Like, why would you like take Anthony Grant off the field and do that? So just put Anthony Grant at running back where he plays running back. He's going to go. He's going to go. He's going to run that dive. Jeff Sims is going to read the man. He's going to see him closing in. He's going to pull it and he's going to run off to his right. And he's going to loop it around six yard touchdown. Thomas Fedoni with Heinrich Harburg running in the flat right underneath. Thomas. So Fedoni. I can see all of this like unraveling, like it's all set up. It's happening. Like I really hope so. That'd be cool. And then That'd we're in the great. press box. It's, it's all happening. And then boom, Jeff Sims throws a pick six for like hundred oh. yards. Oh. oh, it just looks like that Minnesota just, interception. In I the can just, zone. I can picture it for what Steve's reaction would be. It would just be deadpan. There'd be no, no high, no low. No, no, be, no. It would be the exact no. opposite. Cause all at right. that point I had already run because they are doing what I said they were doing. I don't know. I don't know if Jeff Sims is going to complete the pass, but it, I mean, the, the idea is there and that's all I want. That would be fantastic. Um, Zach, I thought you were going to go with, and then Jeff, the play is developing and then Jeff Sims drops the snap. Um, no. I th- too soon. Too, too soon. soon. <laughs> there, there's there going to be rain. <laughs> I mean, it it could be sloppy out there. Um, I love that prediction because it's so specific. And Steve (laughs) was in the lab, um, not on a whiteboard, but on his uh, pen and with his pen and pad. I've on my seen notebook the notepad. Yeah, I that it was there. I love it. For those watching on video, you get to see uh, Steve's play design there. That's and awesome. Alex Bullock needs to act like he's running a route and not just setting a basketball screen, but he's setting a basketball screen. Yeah, absolutely. You got to coach that up. Come on, Gary yep. McGuire. Um, my 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 bold prediction um, sticks with a couple of the people that that Steve mentioned there as he designed that play so eloquently. I'm gonna. It's around the quarterbacks. Um, uh, my bold prediction is that I think that both Heinrich Harburg and Jeff Sims are going to score touchdowns in this football game. I can like, and I'm not gonna. I can't wait to see because we don't know at this point. Like, this is not. There's no inside information here on which guy is going to start. Um, I still in my heart of hearts, if you made me say, I would say that Jeff Sims is going to get the start. I'm curious to see the reaction um, from the crowd when that happens. Hopefully it's a loud cheer to kind of give him a boost of confidence. But either way, I think that both of them are going to play. 
Both of them are going to play multiple series, but I think that both of them will play fairly well um, and score a touchdown in this game, which will then, A, fuel more of this quarterback controversy going forward, which will be fun for us. And so this is kind of selfish. And then B, it will also then make Jim Harbaugh coming off of his suspension and all of that stuff, him getting back into the full swing against an actual like live opponent that the team is finally playing um they have something else for them to actually prepare for so i think that that would actually provide the best of both worlds for everything uh but with both of them score a touchdown in this game fellas we're coming off of defensive week and you guys are both going with an offensive bold prediction for this video all right come on come on we got to stick with the theme of the week i'm going with the defensive side uh this this defense has been nasty it's been just that's the best way to say it's just nasty and with with that there's just that one piece missing, and it's the takeaways that we've talked about all week last week. We talked about it this week, and they're just, they've gotten so close. Like you hear Tony White say, we were like six inches away from making that play. I mean, you look at every, all three weeks, there's been an instance of that where Isaac Gifford in the end zone against Minnesota gets both hands on the ball for an interception that would have sealed the game, won the game if, uh, if he makes mm-hmm. the play. Quentin Newsom in the end zone, one on one with, uh, I believe it was Travis Hunter um, almost picked off Shador Sanders in the end zone. And then Quentin Newsom again uh, almost had a, had his first career pick against Northern Illinois where he just hugged the sideline. Um, and then Javen Wright did wind up getting a, a pick late in that game. But I went takeaways last week. I'm going with it again because it just, it's like, it's they're in position. They've been in position so often to make one of those plays. They hit so hard. You hear, heard Rule talk about that this week. Like, we're hitting too hard to not pop one of those balls loose. And um, I, I, I see it coming around the corner. And then those turnovers always come, come in bunches, I feel like. And you saw it one way with Nebraska where they come in bunches, where they're losing the turnovers. And I think they could come in bunches again whenever they do come. Um, I don't know if it's going to come in – uh, bunches where they're going to have three or four takeaways in this game, but um, I'm predicting at least at least two takeaways. And if we're going oddly specific, um, yeah. And uh, one Let's one stat it. one stat that I did look up that I wanted to mention is Nebraska is tied fourth in the country with 14 sacks. Louisiana Tech has allowed 11 sacks, which I have down as tied for the ninth most in the country. It might be wrong on the exact ranking, but um, 14 sacks for Nebraska and 11 allowed. For Louisiana Tech and Louisiana Tech has six turnovers, which is also bottom third in the country. So um, I could see potential strip sack, could see an interception. But with, if I'm going oddly specific, John Bullock and Isaac Gifford are going to combine for a scoop and score, whether that's a sack fumble or just a regular tackle, and one of them picks it up and runs it the other way. Those two guys are the ones that you notice. Like, I mean, the entire defense it feels like as a whole is is physical and hitting hard, but. Those two above, above anyone else, I think, have been the most notable with their physicality. And one of these days, and I think it's going to be on Saturday, where they're, one of them's going to, one of them's going to pop the ball carrier, and the other one's, and it's going to pop the ball loose. The other one's going to pick it up, run away, run it the other way. For uh, I won't get too specific of a thirty-yarder or fifty-yarder, sixty-yarder. Either way, <laughs> thirty-two yards in the third two. quarter. Yeah, <laughs> with five minutes left in the third quarter at the. Nebraska 40 yard line. So 60 yard scoop and score. That'd be a hell of a thing. So that's mine. And now we'll roll into final score predictions because we're, we're running out of time, Steve, but take as much time as you need 
get as oddly specific as you want to. Uh, this one's not going to be too specific, but I guess it is because I have a final score. 31 <laughs> to 14, Nebraska is, is going to win this one. 31 to 14 on the 25th anniversary of Louisiana Tech wide receiver Troy Edwards catching an NCAA record, single game record, 21 passes for 405 yards against the Huskers in Memorial Stadium back in 1998. And um, so I think the 21 catches is not an NCAA single game record anymore, but the 405 receiving yards still stands as a single game record. Um, so that was Troy Edwards back in 1998. His son named True, True Edwards, a six foot, six foot three receiver, and he's on the Bulldogs roster along with Decoldis Crawford. He's going to be making his triumphant return to Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, so I asked his mockers infringing on his territory. Yeah, I know. I wonder if they're going to be like, you know, dabbing each other up at the 50 yard line and talking about, you know, J and H cooling or whoever, whoever it is. I don't know. <laughs> free plug. No free ads. I don't even think that's correct. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I hope that maybe Nash will get a, a hit on him. Um, yeah. <laughs> the way he's playing, he's been hitting everything that moves. So we'll see. Uh, my prediction or for the score, I'm going to go Nebraska 31, Louisiana Tech 10. Uh, I think Nebraska's defense comes to play again. I think this defense is the truth, um, and I think they'll show it once again on Saturday. I, if you're Louisiana Tech, you cannot feel good about your shaky quarterback situation coming into Memorial Stadium where – the the crowd i think will be very juiced when the defense mm -hmm. is out there because they're yep. loving what they're seeing and the defense mm -hmm. has played with tremendous passion all season long um i i like zach's um bull prediction though about the turnover portion we'll see about the oddly specific part um but i think they do get a couple as well um but i, I just don't know that the offense has the firepower to get into like the 40s 31 10 uh nebraska takes home the win now, I originally had 27-14 down as my, uh, my, bowl, or, uh, my final score, but I realized that I've gone with Nebraska scoring 27 points at least the last two weeks. Might have been the last three weeks. I think I had them at 27 for Minnesota. Um, no, I had them at 20. I had them losing, so I didn't have 27. But either way, I want to switch it up a little bit. So instead of 27, going 28. Going to bump it up <laughs> a number. Going to bump it up one number. I'm going to take... Louisiana Tech down one point. So I have 28 to 13. Um, weird, odd number, but Northern Illinois just put up an odd number of 11 points last week. So 28-13 because, like you said, Greg, I mean, this defense is playing lights out. And yep. the only thing I think that Louisiana Tech could pop if, if, if Hank Bachmeyer is in the game or even Jack Turner, um, they've been they, – they have the air raid where they um, – the opportunity for explosive plays is there. Um, and I, th I think I saw they're one of the best in the country of uh, 50, 60 yard plays. Um, so I, th I think you might see a might see a receiver get behind a get behind one of the corners, get behind the secondary for like one big play. But other than that, I don't think they're going to sustain um, a bunch of offense in this game. Maybe not as poorly as NIU had, where they didn't have the ball on the Nebraska side of the field from that fr that second drive after the fumble inside the five all the way until the last garbage time uh, touchdown drive of the game. But um, I see this defense being able to step up. Maybe we'll see another score late. But uh, on the other side, you have an offense that's second or uh, 21st in the country in um, rushing offense that's now down. It's top two running backs, especially with Gabe Irvin, who was getting um, the bulk of those, of those carries along with the quarterbacks. So um, with, the, with those guys out, we'll see. We'll see how that rushing offense is sustained, but either way, I think uh, I think Nebraska's going to be able to to maybe not necessarily an easy win, but another one where 
you're not feeling, you're not sweating it too much. So that's why I have got another under going with the under and Nebraska did not cover. So any final thoughts real quick, rapid fire. Uh, Smoke Harris, just fans of football anywhere. Go watch that kid. It is really fun. He's very small, five foot seven, hundred eighty three pounds. But with the ball in his hands, he's got some juice, guys. It's really fun. I think uh, he's going to break some tackles. Uh, Nebraska's defense oh. is going to hold him down, limit him. But it's going to be fun watching them try to tackle him because he can he can shift like no other. It's really really good. I'll leave, I'll leave it there with Steve. I like that. Yeah, Darren's got a cool name, Smoke. His yeah. nickname is the Smoke Show, so we gotta be on the lookout for that. He's like Deuce Vaughn or Darren Sproles out there, and yeah, there you go. Be exciting to watch him play on Saturday again. Nebraska and Louisiana Tech kickoff at two thirty Central. Nebraska is nineteen and a half point favorite over under forty six and a half. So we'll see what happens there. But that's it for us with bowl predictions. Uh, you can check out. We'll have another different bowl prediction at InsideNebraska.com if you guys want to check that out. Where the three of us and Jeff Ekstrom all will be. Uh, going through the game and seeing how it shakes out. So for Steve Marek and Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.